This is a very serious podcast. It's um, it's going so All right. we're here. <laughs> Excellent. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Splanknicks. I'm your host, uh, independent author Claire T. Walker. This is uh, your co-host, my daughter Hannah Kubiak. She is a uh, theater professional, also an independent author. Hello. Today we are going to get nerdy, super nerdy, more nerdy than we usually are. We're going mm-hmm. to be talking about tabletop gaming. I thought you were going to say we're going LARPing or something. LARPing! No, 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 no. I have never LARPed. I have some significant nerd creds, but LARPing mm-hmm. is not one I've of never the... LARPed either, but I think that I want to try it at least once. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that. All right, so stay Later. tuned, everybody. It's not what we're talking about, so <laughs> I don't know why I brought it up. Welcome to Splanknicks, the Society for the Preservation of Literature, the Arts, Numinosity, Culture, Humor, <laughs> Nerdiness, Inspiration, Creativity, and Storytelling. We are uh, going to get started here, but first, we have a few corrections to make. Yep. We, I didn't even realize this. Obviously, we didn't realize this when we were recording our uh, part one of our Star Wars episode. Mm-hmm. We kept talking about some person named Christian Haydenson. <laughs> as far as I know, that person does not exist. I mean... Who we really meant? We meant Hayden Christensen, the actor who plays um, Anakin Skywalker, yeah. emo, emo teenager Anakin Skywalker. No that- wonder I couldn't get his name right. I was struggling so much, if you recall, to say his name. I, I That was so funny. When I, when I finally did remember to look it up, and I was, I was looking up Christian Haydenson. Oh. I couldn't find it. I was like, wait a minute. Christian Haydenson. Jensen. Anyway, so no, <laughs> thank you very much. It's Hayden Christensen, the actor who plays... Um, yeah, uh, 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 Anakin, Anakin mm. Skywalker. Okay, cool. Yeah. Another another correction. I discovered I made another error during mm-hmm. the um, during the podcast about Star Wars. I was talking about uh, the TV um, show Rebels. Mm-hmm. It ran from 2014 to 2018, and I inadvertently said 2014 to 2015. I thought that sounded kind of weird in when a... you said it that they did four seasons in a single year, but I wasn't. I, I figured yeah. you knew what you were talking about. No, no, I so. did not. I did not know what I was talking about. It's 2014 oh. to 2018. So mm-hmm. that's how many how many there were. And I then I should not have assumed. Hmm. No, never assume that I'm right. Okay. Uh, the other thing uh, that we mentioned, uh, we, we, were, we weren't actually sure about this, to be fair. No. Whether or not um, Cara Dune yeah. is in the Covert Missions Star Wars Destiny set mm-hmm. that just released. She is not. Oh, I so. was really excited about that. No, but your box did arrive in the mail the other day, and we should open it. Yay! I went to yes. a box tournament. I went to a Star Wars Destiny box tournament the other night mm-hmm. and opened a, a box. Awesome. And I got um, I got a Darth uh, Darth Bane. Whoa! Yeah, that's a pretty good legendary that I think is uh, people are going to be sought after. Love but um, yeah, so we're so we're still playing Star Wars Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, I want to give a shout out to somebody. Um, we have a we have a, a sort of a podcasting friend in um, out there. Um, his name is Brian, mm-hmm. and he runs the Jank It Up Fuzzball podcast mm. it's a podcast about star wars destiny yep and the title obviously comes from uh, a play on uh, one of han solo's funny lines from the empire strikes back laugh it up fuzzball that's right yeah but uh, <laughs> brian's podcast is called jank it up fuzzball mm-hmm. all right so what does that mean um for those of you we're going to talk about this um our topic is tabletop gaming mm-hmm. so we need to talk about this term jank mm. all right the word jank it it means um not very good 
It's kind of like a play on the word junk, I guess, and then I don't know mm-hmm. what else, but it's called jank. You because can say that things are janky if it's kind of... It's not that it's not <laughs> that good, you know? It's like... Yeah. It's, okay, it's the difference between... Well, okay, when you're in a, a competitive deck-building game, like mm-hmm. Destiny or, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, those are the classic things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to build a competitive deck... You, you pick the best cards, and you, you don't necessarily go for a, a theme that you enjoy or, or a story element in your deck. You're just optimizing the, the point cost of your cards, and you're optimizing the cards that are in it. Mm-hmm. You're going for a uh, you know, certain deck archetype. You're, you're trying to win tournaments with this, with this deck. Yep. You're, you're trying to build a, you know, a tier one deck, maybe, or even a tier zero, you know, like almost unbeatable mm-hmm. you know, collection mm-hmm. of, of, of however many cards are allowed in your game. If you're, if you're just building a fun deck... Or a theme deck. For example, you're going to play Luke Skywalker in Leia. Yep. It's not necessarily going to win you a tournament, mm. but it maybe it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be janky. Yep. Um, when you are building a tournament uh, deck, you're going to play in a box tournament where you open a booster box of, of Star Wars Destiny cards, mm-hmm. you collect all those cards together, and you build a deck from that, mm-hmm. you're going to have jank. It's going to yep. be a janky deck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so so Brian's um, podcast, Jank It Up Fuzzball, he celebrates the fact that this is the kind of deck he likes to play. Fun decks, thematic decks, decks that don't necessarily have the top-tier cards in it. Because guess mm-hmm. what? The top-tier cards, to acquire them, is expensive. Yep. And time-consuming. You have to buy either a lot of boxes or you have to chase them down in the singles market mm-hmm. and you have to spend money purchasing them. Um, Brian prefers to... Um, not do that. Yep. Not necessarily spend a lot of money on on cards, and they they do a lot of things where he, he talks about this on his podcast a lot, where he and his friend uh, Greg will uh, find a great deal for some previous Star Wars Destiny set, like they mm-hmm. picked up some Legacies, yeah, set for like ten dollars each or something, yeah. and they buy those, and then they will open those and, and build a deck from from those, you know. So, yep. so the, it's sort of a, an economy and an economical way of building your collection. But you're yep. not necessarily going to get all the best cards. It's literally luck of, luck of the draw. Yep. So Jank It Up Fuzzball is really great. Um, Brian sent us uh, some 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 prezies, some little prezies. Merch, some as they merch, call it. Some merch. That's this what the, the kids call it. They it's call it mer- merch. The kids call it merch. Okay. Yep. But yep. anyway, here's, here's <laughs> Brian's Jank It Up Fuzzball sticker. And then he uh, he made up this. I like this one. Savage Assage 2020 presidential campaign. Yep. And then he also sent us um, uh, some some promo uh, cards, some alt art cards that he makes. Brian is a is a creative uh, artist. He's a graphic designer, and he mm-hmm. makes these really they're really cool. So yeah. we're kind of like you know Brian is my my sort of podcasting friend, and I sent him some packs and yep. he talked about you know our Splatniks on his podcast. And so I wanted to say hi, Brian, and, <laughs> yep. and acknowledge you, and just say, you know, so yep. keep up, keep up the good work. We really I really enjoy uh, your podcast. I'm on the um, I'm on the Jank Discord page. <laughs> Oh, you are? Yeah. You joined the Jank Discord page? Yeah, I did. I know that you don't really like the sort of like social media stuff, so I was trying to do that. I started our Instagram today, so. You started a Splatniks Instagram? I did, yes. Look at this. Splatniks Instagram. All right. Yep. I took a picture. It's already uh, it's up there. Just oh, those, while I was waiting, oh, while I was those, waiting for you, <laughs> you no, did no, it? not that. Those pictures That's for later. Said, oh, okay. So it's Splatniks underscore podcast. Okay. Oh, cool. That's great. Well, let's dive into our topic. <laughs> sure, okay. We're going to talk about tabletop gaming, um, because that is uh, uh, an aspect of, of sort of just, I mean, not even nerd culture, but just life that is uh, mm-hmm. so dear to our hearts. We love to play play games in my mm-hmm. family. I grew up playing board games. Yep. 
you grew up playing board games, Hannah. I did. Yes. And um, and I thought this was very appropriate because this year, 2020, is the 25th year anniversary of uh, Settlers of Catan. Oh. Which, wow. Yes. <laughs> feeling old. Me? Yeah. Yes. Because you remember playing this game. I remember little, playing that game when kid. I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I, I thought it would be this would be a good time to talk about games. Um, Settlers of Catan is one of the games that sort of, I think, started the tabletop gaming mm-hmm. hobby in- enthusiast. In order to find um, a game like Settlers of Catan, though, you, you couldn't just go to Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. You had to go to a specialty store in the mall, for example. Yep where they sold these types of games, and um, it's 2020, it's 25 years. Okay, so Settlers of Catan came out in 1995. We have a, an original edition of it. It's, if you're watching this on video, we have it up here on the in the set. <laughs> there it is, Settlers of Catan. And um, that game is known as the, the game that has launched many people into this hobby, where mm-hmm. you, you you start to build a collection of Games like this. Yeah, it's called the gateway game. It's right? the gateway game into the hobby. Yep, exactly, exactly. Mm. Um, so so let's talk about that. Yeah. The games that I was mentioning before, the ones that I grew up with, yeah. are, uh, you know, Sorry, mm-hmm. Risk, Clue, mm-hmm. Monopoly, yeah, uh, Stratego. Yeah. What else? I mentioned a few more. Um, Connect Four, mm-hmm. Yahtzee. I can see a couple of them on my shelf right over there. Oh, yeah. They are... If you were to group those games into a category, those games are called Ameritrash games. Mm, okay. As opposed to Settlers of Catan and its progeny, I should say. I could say. They are known as Euro games. Okay. Now. Not trash? In my opinion. Just 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 America makes trash. Okay. See, that's the problem with that. <laughs> when you hear that term, Ameritrash, that is a very unfortunate term. because I think of think? a back alley in L.A., where we like where we used to live. Yeah. Well, not in the back alley, but there was a back alley nearby. Yes. You think of something bad. When yeah. You hear the I word... think of like I think of I think of plastic bags stuck in a chain link fence, that kind of thing. Ameritrash. Yeah. What, what it generally means is um, a game where the theme of the game is more important than the mechanics of the game. It involves. Um, Games where there's frequently a lot of direct player interaction that is confrontational. Hmm. Frequently, the goal of an Ameritrash game is to eliminate the other player. Right. Or players. Try and, try and like, Parcheesi. Try and bump them back to... Right. Is that Parcheesi? Yeah, or sorry. Yeah, yeah or try sorry. to bump them back. Or a Monopoly, the, uh, yeah. the, the goal is to bankrupt the other player. Yep. In Stratego, the goal is to have the other player run into a bomb and blow yep. up. I'm, yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm already bankrupt. I don't need to be in a game. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Um, but but the, the, the idea of it being bad is, is I don't think it's correct. Um, and, the, and frequently the, the, the plastic pieces will be molded in, in detail, like little soldiers, I think you can oh, get them yeah. in. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, they are, there's lots of them, lots of pieces. And like I said, the theme is more important than the mechanics. Hmm. Um, a lot of times... Uh, Ameritrash or Ameristyle games will be based on some sort of popular intellectual property, like uh, Marvel or um, mm-hmm. Disney. Yep. Or Star Wars. Yep. When you think about it, Star Wars Destiny, that's or Star Wars Legion. Mm-hmm. 
X-Wing. Yeah. Those are kind of Ameritrash games because there's uh, brightly colored plastic molded plastic pieces in abundance yep. in those games. Yep. And there, it's head-to-head combat. And it's to eliminate the other player. And it's thematic. It's yeah. thematic. Very thematic. Cool. Yeah. Okay, as opposed to um, something like Settlers of, Settlers of Catan, which mm-hmm. is a Euro game or a Euro-style mm-hmm. game, before the term Euro game was used, they were called German-style games because that is the originating country of most of these types of games. Oh, really? Where to get them, you had to go to a, a specialty store to buy them. You couldn't get them at, at a regular toy oh. store. And, um, and I remember getting Settlers of Catan. Um, we didn't get it in German 19- Game of the Year of 1995. Yep, yep. Exactly. <laughs> and we acquired a copy maybe 1998 or 1999, and I yep. remember playing it with, um, it became very popular with our homeschooling group in California. Yep. yep. And we would, sit, we would play Settlers of Catan. It was considered, mm. uh, you know, a, a, good, a good pastime. Here's another thing that I think um, Ameri-style games are, or uh, Euro games are, are known for is having these expansions come out. Um, and that was, that was their uh, kind of... A, um, a thing common to Euro games, although mm-hmm. now lots of American games do that. Yeah, and the, and the, that distinction between Ameristyle and Euro game is really not. Um, it's a term that has stuck, but it's not really descriptive anymore because there are plenty of European companies making Ameristyle games, mm-hmm. and there are many many American companies making Euro style games. Yeah. So it's more of a. Um, uh, a, a, a shortcut convenience terminology um, rather than anything descriptive. But mm-hmm. what, an, what a Euro-style game, the mechanics of the game are much more important than the theme. And the components of, an Ameris, of, of a Euro game are going to be, usually there's a, a, a smaller box that fits on a bookshelf more like a book would. Sometimes they were even called bookcase games. You put them up there. And the components are frequently... Um, uh, abstract wooden cubes or little wooden pieces, mm. and uh, the maps are much less um, super detailed, yeah. a little more abstract. Like you know, Settlers of Catan, you have some you know some iconography on there where it's just like you know overheads of trees and random sand, mm-hmm. and you have icons that that um, uh, like little, little houses, yeah, those yeah. little houses, little castles. Mm. They're they're not um, not super detailed. Um, and wooden pieces is sort of this is very common to these Euro games. I like the desert one the best. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. This is a really they've, they've re-released. They're going to be re-releasing um, this game. They've already released a new version of Settlers of Catan. It's just called Catan now. Little. Um, but yeah, the little bag of cubes pieces. and wooden wooden bits and pieces. The robber. And, and the theme is not as important as the as the actual mechanics. Like um, these are very known for. Um, a non-confrontational play style where there's right. some player interaction, but the idea is not to eliminate the other player. It's usually uh, a race to a certain number of victory points. Yeah, just to be better. To, to get more, more resources or yeah. to get more points. And you're not eliminated. You're not in danger of being eliminated from a, from a Euro-style game in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and there... Oh, another thing about Ameri-style games. There's very frequently a very random element, like dice rolling and random card draws, things like that. Mm-hmm. In Euro games, there's much less randomness. Um, and if there is randomness, though, it applies to everyone at the table. Like in Settlers mm. of Catan, you roll those two dice, and that number, everybody is able to interact with that number. Yeah. Whereas in um, in Monopoly, you roll that dice, those two mm. dice, and that, that roll only applies to you. Right. Um, 
and and also in um, Amera style games, sometimes there'll be you know there'll be take that mechanics, and there's dangers of being eliminated from the game, mm-hmm. and there can be chance rolls that could totally lose you the game. Yeah. Whereas that doesn't really happen in in Euro style games too much. So um, there are some good uh, good videos and um, of people making these distinctions. Yep. Um, the, the 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 theme being tacked on to the mechanics mm. was that that was something that that was brought home to me when. Um, I went to a learn to play of um, a Euro game that came out. Oh, how many years ago was this? 2016 or 17, maybe? It's called Scythe. A great big, very very okay. popular Euro game, and um, and its its theme is is post World War One Europe yeah. with mechs, giant mechs. Oh, and my experience of playing that game was. Okay, yeah, the mechanics are clearly the most important thing here. This this theme could have taken place anywhere, right? Um, so uh, so that so the so the theme was is not anything to do with how the game plays, really. I mean, mm. the theme is just something you know interesting. Now, do you remember um, in I believe this was 2014 when maybe a little earlier we started uh, bringing games to uh, to Christmas at at your uncle's house. Right. Remember we brought yeah. scattergories. Oh yes, yeah, and everyone just really enjoyed that. Yeah, and then I, I love family game nights. Yeah, Christmas game nights. Yeah, that that started a whole a whole a tradition, mm-hmm. and then uh, what really what really kicked us into the hobby enthusiast aspect of this mm-hmm. as a, as a family as, our, as an extended family I should say mm-hmm. was when I bought for your brother the betrayal at the house on the hill. You Be- bought that for him? I, I bought it for him for Christmas. Where did it go? He's got it. My brother? Yeah. No, my brother. Oh, you said your... my brother. Oh, did I? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I meant, I meant uh, my brother, your uncle. My um, uncle. Okay. I got it for him for Christmas, and he dug it. He yeah. just loved it. And it sort of th- sort of launched our whole extended family into this mm-hmm. game-playing thing. Yeah. I mean, next thing you know, they're purchasing man- man- Mansions of Madness, yep. uh, Dead of Winter. Yep. The um, Widow's Walk expansion for... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> um, what, the, the Shadows over Camelot? Is that that, that nice... I think so. Yeah. Mysterium. Pandemic. Yep. Um. Yeah, Gore Chosen. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gore Let's. Chosen. I'm gonna name a couple of games, and I want you to tell me what which mechanic they use, the Euro or the American. Oh, so alrighty. what would Gore Chosen be? It's uh, it's small scale skirmish arena combat. Yeah. In a darkly gothic setting. Yeah. The, the Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Well, but is it Ameritrash? It's an English company. Yes. So oh, that does sound very brightly painted miniatures. I think it's combat. I think it's a mirror style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, the miniatures are a little bit more. Yeah, they're more detailed. Well, it's... especially when your other uncle paints them. I mean, he's he's amazing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They he's have amazing. to be painted first. Them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go awesome. ahead. Name another game. Um, I have a couple of minis I should give him to paint. Mm. Me too. We, yeah. All of the uh, the miniatures from uh, from Vindication. Huh, yeah, I, I, I actually. Need, need oh, man, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, actually, some of my nerd friends one time said, we should just get together and have, like, a mini painting party sometime. I'm like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Up my nerd creds. That's right. I'd probably be pretty good at that. I'm, like, those little detailed yeah. things with the tiny brushes that are one hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you think that Gore Chosen is a more of an Amara... Ameri- I get just Ameri- because of the, the gameplay mm-hmm. and the, um, you know, the way the mechanics are. Yeah. And that the... the the theme, I mean, it 
yeah, I mean it's 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 gladiatorial combat right. of, uh, with these these um these gothic you know heroes from mm. from Warhammer. Yeah, how about Clank? Clank. Now that is that's you're you're a you're an adventurer going down into a dungeon to try and get treasure and get back up to the surface before the dragon kills you. And it is a deck building game. You build your deck through the, throughout the game right. as you play. Yes. Um, so I think that that is that is not an Amerist style game because there's no direct combat between the players. Mm. And um, it's uh, mechanics. Mm. It could be. I guess it could be any so, any sort of uh, dungeon crawl, like in a spaceship. It could, yeah. could take place in a cruise ship. It could have taken place in a you know a desert. Yeah, like, like the, the it could have been the Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of the Titanic before the giant squid gets you or something. Yeah, yeah, or just getting out before it sinks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Clank is a great game. It, it, it mm-hmm. combines so many really interesting mechanics. You know, uh, push mm-hmm. your uh, push your luck. Yeah, push your luck because you got to decide how how far into the depths of this dungeon you're going to go. Yeah. The sort of escalating peril mechanic that's mm-hmm. common to Pandemic and Forbidden Island right, and Forbidden yeah. Desert. Oh, because you put more and more cubes in the bag and you pick out more and yeah. more and those the, yeah. the, that might cause you to... The dragon to wake up, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And there's a race for the resources and there's uh-huh. deck building in it. it. It's a great game. That, mm-hmm. too, is might that might be one of the... A new entry into what we would call a gateway game. Yeah. Because someone who plays that game, it is it's a move your piece around the board type game. Yeah. You're moving a piece across a across a board, which is something that um, Euro games we don't often see that. Right. Um, but we see that very a lot in, in American games where you're where mm-hmm. you're moving a piece around a board. Um, and uh, I actually I actually brought that game to um, a game night at uh, our parish youth group one yeah. night, and I taught a group of kids how to play it. And afterwards, I asked I asked all the kids to say, "So you're putting Clank on your Christmas list this year?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we want to we want to get this game." I like Clank too. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is a great game. We'd always, when Teresa and I would um, like bring a bring a boyfriend to visit, we'd test them by playing Clank with them to see how the well they handled it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. And if they liked Clank, we're like, "Okay, this guy yep. is cool." Yep. Yeah. You just yeah you 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 check that box mm. was okay yeah. with clank check mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot about that that's great yeah <laughs> yeah oh that's funny Woo. okay uh, think of another one um oh gosh oh, I'm just imagining our um what about this one what about smash up smash up yeah oh smash up now um oh hey something about smash up mm-hmm. we are recording this episode in March of 2020 mm-hmm. <clears throat> AEG, I guess, the other mm-hmm. company that makes Smash Up, is having something called March Smashness. I see is, what they did there. Which is a play on March Madness, right? The college basketball thing. So, mm. yeah, Smash Up is called a shuffle building game. A shuffle building game of total awesomeness. What it is, is a bunch of different factions, which are funny, you know, zombies, sheep, mm. uh, dinosaurs, um, pirates, the, pirates, t- tornadoes, sharks. And they are all sharknadoes. F- yes, they're all factions. And what you do is, at the beginning of the game, you pick a faction, mm. and then you go around, and everybody picks a faction. Then you go back around, and everyone picks their second faction. You take those two factions, you shuffle those decks together, and you play a game with those decks against the other players. So, um, and it's really funny. It's very good. Well, it's good humored. It's funny. It's hilarious. Um, it's a it's a really fun to get to play. A very light lighthearted game. Mm. Um, I. I don't know. I mean, it's a race to victory points game. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it would be a competitive card game. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know. I don't know if even Amara style or your style even even fits with that. But it's certainly it's a competitive card game. Okay. With some very interesting mechanics. You're not moving pieces around a board. You're no. more building your board state, which yeah. I think is a Euro thing. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe building even a little engine because mm. uh, in Smash Up you have these things called bases that go onto the table, and you play your minions onto these bases. Right. And so you're trying to create a, a a way for you to build points for yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so smash up. Yeah. yeah. What else? Uh, How about... Um, oh, here's a game that I recently uh, uh, got. I had never played it before, but this is considered an early game in the in the development of the hobby enthusiast, or, okay. or tabletop gaming hobby. It's called Splendor. Do you remember that game? We played it over Christmas. Wait a minute. It's the game where you've got these jewels. Oh, yes. And you're trying to build. It's, that is an engine building game. You're trying to build a way to uh, get to get to victory points. And, right. And, and um, it's a set collection engine building game. Okay. So it's very much Euro mechanics. Yeah. Um, and that, that is a beautiful game. Um, mm. I think it's considered also a gateway game. Because yeah. a lot of people, once they have played that game a lot, they kind of know mm-hmm. how to play it. And they sort of move on from that. Yeah. And a lot of people will put their copy of Splendor into their local game store's annual uh, garage sale. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I um, am still playing on the copy that um, I just get every once in a while from the library. Right. Our library is so awesome. We have, they have a they have game uh, board game checkout. That's cool. Yeah. 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 But I really enjoyed Splendor. I thought it was such a uh, absorbing, mm. calming, beautiful, sort of peaceful yeah. game. I really liked it. Yeah. And um, even though I didn't win, but you know me, I'm not. I'm not playing games to win. I'm no, playing games no. to be there mm-hmm. with other people, interact, have fun with an interesting mechanic or a fun theme or a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, maybe that's one of the reasons why I don't care for Monopoly because the whole idea that you know, I have to. Yeah. My goal in this is to destroy the other players or yep. ba- bankrupt yep. them, or and and also I always yes. take it personally whenever I'm getting bankrupted by another player. Uh-huh. I don't like it. Yeah. Ah, yes. Destruction does not appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And yet we play Star Wars Destiny. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Star Wars Destiny is, uh, I guess you would call it an Ameristyle game because it's head-to-head confrontation. It's a competitive card game, so yeah, maybe, that, yeah, yeah. maybe those two distinctions don't even apply. But Maybe. But, I don't yeah. know. Maybe there's, I, another, maybe there's another category for... Just a competitive card game? Yeah. Maybe. maybe. But I, you know, I like... You know, I know I was saying that Euro-style games don't often have uh, randomness. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes there's random card draw. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's some dice rolling. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they will be pulling things out of a bag. That's a, that's right. a moment yeah. of randomness. And a lot of people do not like that kind of randomness mm-hmm. or that kind of um, go big or go home type idea. Or right. YOLO. Yeah. You only live once. Mm-hmm. Roll the dice and go for it, right? Yeah. Well, that's how I play games. Yeah. Because here's why. In a, I'm, I'm playing a game, right? Yeah. Does it matter at all whether I win or lose this game? For the most part? For the most part, no. Do you think we have enough to keep talking about tabletop gaming? I don't think so. You think we did it? We covered it all. Maybe. Well, I don't know. We could try... We could we could continue if you want. But let's wrap this episode up. Sure. Uh, we'll see you next time on Splanknicks. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Sounds like a valley girl. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. Bye.